0: is this thing on hello and welcome to keeping it ged the i guess i can say aj the face off uh for the primetime games which we're doing but today it's just me and aj total disappointment from these fans not showing up and you know what AJ, what do you think we do? I, I just think we give predictions of the games and tell people because these guys won't show up. What do you think about that?
1: It, it sucks that no one out there wants to come on here and defend their team. I think they've listened to me from the first two episodes and they realized that if, you know, they try to defend their team against me, they're going to lose. <laughs> so I, th- I feel like I'm going to take a little bit of responsibility for that. Uh, and I'm sorry, but if there's any fans out there who aren't giant pussies and want to come out here and tell us why their team is going to win and or cover um you know yeah, I we, I'm, we, I'm ready to put the title on the line man
0: We well, we, well listen the title you, you know you do have one game under your belt but I guess you can call it the title Want to
1: know? Want to know? Yeah, That's more got, than You got to beat
0: the champ to be the champ. And right now AJ's the champ. We'll see though. We just uh, released one uh today. With our friend, Pat Papuga, who actually stood up and repped the Patriots. And, and I say that when uh, all the other Patriots fans that, that are ready to rep because we actually have those. And, and just think of that, NFL fans. We have Patriot fans, which we know is the most hated team. And that's the only ones that will get up and stand up and shout. Maybe that's why they win. Well, uh, maybe that's why. Um, A lot of these they're...
1: fan bases aren't ready to step up to the challenge.
0: I, I, guess, I guess not. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. We we've just been around and please, everybody step up. You want to be a, you know, you have your team. You want to be on here. You want to defend your cause, have some fun while you're doing it and give these better some angles that only, you know, which AJ Ryder has provided. He's done a good job. Um, the Pittsburgh one tonight, he, he didn't realize that, that the Antonio Brown thing, it, 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 that's, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, yeah. um, we don't know what's going to go on in that game. Brown uh, well,
1: Browns not g- can't play the first game, so my uh, prediction still stands. And everything I've said still stands in that game. So,
0: Well, all right. Well, we'll see what happens there. And maybe AJ can go 2-0. And, and somebody can either knock him off with his pedestal or go somewhere else against somebody else. Uh, all right. So, um, like I said, this is uh, keeping it GED. The face-off, uh, the primetime games, are going to Monday night. And tonight we're going to actually just uh, talk about our angles on the games. Um, we're not going to take a side either way, but we're oh, going. Oh, to I'm give, taking
1: sides
0: like you always do. I, we're going to give it. you we're going to give everybody the betters angle on this. And, um, you know, listen, and maybe you'll learn something from me, not AJ. Don't listen to him. Um, but we got to We got to give you want to
1: win. Put AJ in.
0: There you go. <laughs> wow. Anyway, all right. So let's 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 start it off. Let's go. Um, let's go with the first game, AJ, on Monday night. Let's go, and we're gonna give our keys on the teams and uh, what everybody should look for, and our predictions. So let let's let's talk about them. We have the Texans Saints first game. Texans at Saints.
1: Okay, well,
0: what do you think? Seven point line, as of right now, fifty-two over under. AJ, let's hear what you have to say. All
1: right. So the Texans, to me, right now, all off season, they've done nothing but disappoint me. Uh, I think giving Bill O'Brien the reins uh, as the general manager there has. I I I hope that what he's doing for Bill O'Brien, the GM, is helping out. Bill O'Brien the coach uh um,
0: continuing and, the the Patriot hatred.
1: Yeah. Um I I I liked this team about 4 months ago. I liked them a lot. I still like them and especially you're going to give them 7 points against the Saints. I I can't help but think that the that that that's a smart man's bet. Um last year the Saints were the the uh fourth worst in the NFL. They gave up 269 yards a game against the pass. Um, And if you look at Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller, when those three play together, that that is the best offensive football when those three are all healthy. They've only played 11 games together throughout their career. And in those 11 games, they've averaged 30 points a game. Uh, Deshaun Watson, it, uh, in the last game that everyone was healthy, went 16 for 20 and five touchdowns. This guy is as good as advertised. He will be the highest play- paid p- player in football. Once his rookie contracts up, uh, the Texans made a lot of good moves to solidify their offense. I, they gave up a lot on defense, obviously getting rid of, G- uh, Janadian Clowney, uh, but the offense is looking a lot Better uh, with the loss of Lamar Miller, they pick up Carlos Hyde. They did a blockbuster trade, um, giving the Texans finally a franchise tackle in Laramie Tunsil uh, to, you know, protect the kidneys of, uh, of uh, Deshaun Watson. And uh, they also got an extra target for him in Kenny Still's, giving him three really good targets. Kenny Still's not long ago, he's only 27 years old, was the best deep threat in football. Andre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in football. Will Fuller, one of the best wide receivers in football. Upcoming wide receivers in football. Um, I think this offense, when healthy, if I say that again. When healthy, number one, best offense by far in football. Wow. Far none. Far none. Wow.
0: Uh, You're not even going. Do you, you what? Do you say the this, Texans?
1: The Texans, when healthy, with, with all those guys out there, is the Deshaun Watson's quarterback. The Lamar, off, lip,
0: you're close. talking Lamar Miller healthy as well
1: right now as oh, of today right now without down downgraded running back. But Duke Johnson, this guy is a lethal weapon out of the shotgun, which the Texans it's got a, it's got a make great a priority.
0: he has got a great name.
1: <laughs> that one of the I mean, a dual threat. Carlos Hyde, once he gets into that offense uh, a little bit more, obviously, he's only been there for like, what a week. Uh, once he gets into the offense a little bit more, they're going to have a great power option and a great run pass option in Duke Johnson. Um, healthy, that is the best. Their offensive line is significantly better than it was a year ago. This is the best offense in football if they can all stay together for an entire season. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, their secondary got a lot of help this year, which was a big uh, you know, low point for them. They brought it they brought in Roby and uh uh what is in Body Callahan and that uh and a trade for they brought in Crossen as well. I think the secondary has a lot more depth than it had before. I don't know if it's a talent but obviously they were lacking a lot of depth last year. Uh they were not very good. Uh but that'll help them out a lot. And I think the biggest thing here, um is the decline finally of Drew Brees. Listen, Hurricane Dorian did not affect New Orleans at all this year, and they have so it's it's not Katrina anymore, guys. The Saints are on the downside. I do like them a lot. Um, Cameron Jordan, I feel like he's a great player. He's going to be neutralized now that the um, Texans got rid of you know Matt Khalil uh, and upgraded to uh, Tunsil. Uh, if the Texans would have asked me, I could have told them a long time ago that Matt Cleo was a terrible pickup, uh, having worked with him before. Sorry, Matt. Uh, wow. just saying the former fourth overall pick in the NFL draft, that was a terrible mistake by the Vikings as well. Um. But this is, but I think this is the year his production is, he, this has got a guy who throws almost 50 touchdowns a year anymore. And this is a guy who's going to start throwing 30, 20, 28, 35, or 25. It's going to go downhill from here. He's still got a lot of weapons on offense. I don't think it's going to be enough. I will take uh, over in this one. I do think you're looking at about a 34 to 28 game. Okay. With a Texans winning. All right, so um,
0: what do you say? 34-28? Wow! So you got a shootout with apparently nice shootout.
1: They- everyone thinks this week Tampa Bay and San Francisco is going to be a, this big shootout. I think both right. teams are garbage, and I don't think they're going to score more than twenty-eight points total. This game is going to be the shootout that we're looking for, with the Texans obviously winning uh, and winning your bet with uh, getting seven. Some-
0: well, 52 is a pretty high line in the NFL opening week. Um, you know, and the trend towards the under opening week is, you know, usually a good bet. Uh, 52 is pretty high, but you're, you're destroying that 52, you know? Um, so got that's You might be at that near, you know, third quarter. Um, okay. So, so we, we got it. So, okay. But let me, let me, uh, took some notes on here and uh, I want to, uh ask you a couple questions um i'll I'll go right into it now the thing about the texans is i believe i do think they rely a lot on hopkins now hopkins we won't go into it too much he's already shooting his mouth off about some bullshit last year and and whatever i mean he's a distracted player number one i don't think he likes to be the one guy and I think he is the one guy right now, no matter what they have. Um, you say they're the best offense in the league. Will be. Okay, will be the best offense in the league, but who's going to block? They have a terrible line. That's the problem. I mean, we're really going to go out Tunsil there? I mean, was he that good with the uh, Dolphins? I mean, Mr. Gas Mask, you know? I mean, was he that good? Um you know, listen, I'm, you know, I'm a Titan fan. I'm so glad at our pick over him. Huh. Uh, Jack Conklin, by the way. Uh, um, but I don't believe that, I just think Watson's going to be on his back. Uh, that's a problem. I, I am one firm believer in your line wins games. And I don't think their line's that good. And I don't think you know. I think DeAndre Hopkins on on a team that like throws really you know like vertically would be fantastic. They don't do that, you know. Um, It's just they don't. So I'm not gonna go out and say they're gonna be the best offense in the league. That's all I'm saying. And I think it starts with the offensive line, and they don't have it. And Watson's gonna be running for his life. Now the Saints' pass defense does uh, does suck. Let's just say that. J.J. Uh, Watt, though, is going to have a lot of pressure on him on the defense at this point. Love J.J. Watt. Seems like a great guy. Can he stay healthy? I don't know. He's a great athlete. Who knows? But it's going to hurt him without Clowney moving around like he did last year and taking up some blocks. We all know that. Also want to bring up some points from a better's angle. The Texans, and, and you're not going to hear me say this much because I hate past stats when other people weren't on the team. It doesn't matter. I hate hearing those. I'm sure you guys do too. But it's the first week of the season. We got to go by something. Texans are 3-10 and on Monday night. It's to be said for that. New Orleans, on the other hand, 1-5 in, in September straight up in the last six games. 0-6 versus spread. New Orleans doesn't start well. Um, I mean, calling the decline of Drew B- Brees to me, I don't know. It's hard for me to do that because I think, and AJ, I think you might agree with this. Is Drew Brees the most underrated quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL? I
1: don't i don't know about underrated. I just think he's been overshadowed in, throughout the last uh, six, seven years by Brady and Rodgers. Um, he's consistently kind of been that number three guy. But it's hard. Uh, but he's broken every record. Yeah, his stats consistently prove that he is. Um, however, everyone is. I mean, Tom Brady. You can't argue with the rings. Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he's. You know, I'm a little biased there. Um, one of the most talented gunslingers out there right now. Do you think Aaron Brady, Rodgers? I mean, is I don't think. I don't. Base. Yes. You do. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, okay. I think that I I, I, I do believe it is too. Uh, I do believe that breeze is a, I think he's a first ballot hall of famer that is in a time and place where uh, his, his, his limelight was the year they won the super bowl. And ever since then, he's always going to be overshadowed. New, New Orleans is, is consistently kind of an afterthought. I'm not sure why they've been great in years. Um, but having only won that one, and um, I, I just think that every year we 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 can consistently overlook them. Uh, but I, I I think Breeze's skills is is up there with everyone else.
0: I I think what you're saying is he is underrated because he is. Oh uh, yeah,
1: I, I yeah I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah it's it's a, it's a weird thing. Um, I, I'm 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 really locked at this game, quite honestly. Because, like, the stats, I say, go back and forth. Um, are, how mad are the Saints about their loss in the playoffs? Is this a team that's going to have a huge chip on their shoulder? I know it's like that's a fan thing to say. Um, do the players really play differently? You know, you hear that, like, locker room material. But you ever talk to a real player? They go out there and try to kill a guy in front of them or beat them every time, no matter what. It, it's it's I think it's such an overrated thing. But I think there's something with the Saints not getting behind the eight ball, which they do sometimes. Uh, seven's a high, high line. I believe you're right. I do think it's going to be a shootout. I, But I think it might be a, I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, I'll probably would, I, I would stay away from this game personally. I'm not going to bet it. That's how locked I am with, I could see the Saints winning by 20 and 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 Texans just not being that good. And of course, I want that to happen personally. But I think I, I want to go with, you know, you, you actually changed my mind a little bit with the points you made, but not so much. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a shootout of like a 34-31 Saints win. I think the Saints pull it out. Um, The over looks good. I agree with that at 52 when I stop and think about it. And that's if Watson can stay upright. Um, It's going to be hard to find Hopkins down the field with three guys on him when he can't get loose. So I think 34-31, a game like that. I mean, 31-28, but I'll I'll stick with my 34-31 and uh, go with that. I think the Texans cover, and we go from there. All right. So, on to the next game, AJ.
1: No, I I do want to point out. I do I do like one thing you said there. I do believe that after last year's disappointment with that uh, interference call, uh, Sean Payton is not a guy who's going to sit around and tell his team about what could have happened last year. I do think that's kind of immaterial.
0: No, uh, he I think a, he put I a think, bounty on the ref.
1: Absolutely. I think personally he's got a chip on his shoulder, but I don't think he, he relays that to the team as much. Um, uh, so, what well, do you
0: think he could yeah. manipulate that to the team? He could, you know, not so much preach on it, but turn them up a notch to be like, don't let, don't get in this situation ever again. Without saying it aloud, don't you think he might have this little extra motive? If he has extra motivation as the coach, you know this better than anyone. Don't you think that that, that carries over to the team, even if he doesn't say it?
1: Probably subconsciously, yeah. But I don't think it's something that he's telling his players about. No, I agree with they, that. Yeah.
0: I, uh... yeah, but that's a great coach. That's what they do. So, um that's why I think that's why it's such a question mark for me. This game was, well, you know, that's what we'll see what they do. And I hate to say, like a game to stay away from, but I, I would personally stay away from it. it. It's a question mark for me. Um, you I know. think
1: one of the biggest keys for this one, though, is 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 the Texans' inability to turn the ball over. They were second last year in turnover dif- differential, and they also had twenty nine takeaways. That to me is a is a huge key as, as to why they, they won 11 games last year. And, uh, I think again, with those guys healthy, that's something that Deshaun Watson does not do. And everyone knows turnovers lose ball games.
0: Yeah. And listen, I mean, if you look at it as a better's perspective, when you look at that 11 wins, the Texans had the saints that, that the line's too high. Um, Oh, yeah. People tend to go. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this a little more. Um, There's teams that get certain amount of points and the Saints are actually one of them. And and they get more love than the Texans. The Texans, that's they're not a small market, I guess, but kind of they're a newer team and they don't get the love they deserve. Um, That whole division. And I can say that being a Titan fan doesn't get the love they deserve ever. Um, They don't from well, Jacksonville does now, oddly enough. Uh but besides that, they just don't. this This line is too high for when you look at the teams. like they, they, uh, clowny, gone, okay, but you picked up a tackle. Like like in everything you look at with betting angles, quarterbacks usually don't make up more than three points. A defensive player, you know, maybe if he's Lawrence Taylor, make up two. Um, it's just what yeah,
1: it is. The Texans defense, I think, from winning, went from being top five, only dropped to maybe, you know, 10 ish. Exactly. Realistic.
0: And that doesn't, they might lose, but seven is a lot. And I do agree with that. Where I think the line's a little because of the Saints, because of, they should have been in the Super Bowl and they, they should have. Um, I think that's why we have a little bit of a high line here. And there's value there. There's value there, but I'm not a Texan believer. I think they were a little, got lucky last year a little bit, you know, and that's watching them a lot. Um, so I kind of see it, but I would say if you made me pick this line personally when it first came out, I would have picked the Saints. They're at home, but I probably would have favored them by about three and a half, four. The seven you're getting is a value then. I mean, if you like the sh- Saints straight up, you could tease it down. If that's what you're into um, and then they can only win by three or four and you got it that way. But I'll, I'll agree with that. I, I think the line's a little too high and I think it's because it's the saints and that's what everybody out there. That's a better needs to look for these things. You see these, you see the Cowboys get an extra two points because understand that people make lines on what people bet. It's not in, they set the line and then they watch the trend or they know what people are going to bet. New England's one of them. The Cowboys are one of them. The Packers are even one of them, where there's a lot of money because they have a huge fan base coming in. So they know they can set a line at a certain amount, and they're going to suck those people into these bets. You see New England favored by 10. That's why New England, actually, if you look at their stats, they don't cover when they're favored by 10 very many times. I mean, New England's an oddity. They cover a lot, and they're overvalued. They still cover, but when they're over 10. It's the same thing. And I'm sure as a Packer fan, you know sometimes the Packers are favored. And you're like, why are they even favored by one or two? Like, that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, they Packer should be favored by ten.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. But Packer money comes in. Cowboys are, are the best at it. You know, they have a big fan base. They have people laying money on them. So know that some of those teams get an extra one or two points. So know that. Know the value. I think the Saints over the Texans. I think the New Orleans Saints over over the Texans in general. It just has a, like a two-point value on Saints are better, Drew Brees, you know, this and that. I think it's there. Um, and I like I say, I, I say that. That's my opinion on it. You can look it up. It kind of makes sense. And that's why we do this show. So, I want to move on to the next game.
1: Yes, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, this is going to be a good one for
0: us. Oh, I'm so excited about it. All right, this. You, wanna, you start with this. Give me the the Broncos at... The Oakland Raiders. Uh, All right.
1: Right now. The Denver Broncos might be the most overlooked team in football. Uh, I think this game and and the first game of the season for them with Joe Flacco on that new offense. I think it's going to be a battle that's won in the trenches, which Denver will win. Uh, and I say that only because I think this is the best game for the, for the Broncos to have in week one because the Raiders, let's face it, now that Antonio Brown is gone, are the most irrelevant team in football. Uh, the Raiders are awful. They gave up 30 points a game last year. Um, they they, sacked, they had 13 sacks last year. 13. You know what? Uh, they th- was finishing 32nd. You know what the 31st team was? The Giants. Who had 17 more? The Raiders don't hardly know what a pass rush is. Um, I think have bringing in, uh, you know, Vic Fangio bringing, and we have J- uh, Joe Flacco. This is a team now that is a lot different than what we've seen uh, in the past. Obviously, Flacco is the best quarterback they're going to have since Peyton Manning. He's got good weapons and Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders, who are a little bit overlooked. I in in my in my opinion. I think Fangio brings back a defense, something similar to what we've seen in 2015. Um, and Flacco's a guy, I, he come, he, he starts the season out strong. Last year, even though the, the, the Ravens had a pathetic start, he was in the first four games, they were three and one, and he had eight touchdown passes and only two picks. Uh, if he stays upright, he's the kind of game manager that uh, can, can really let the Broncos be a dangerous team. I don't think this is a team that's going to make the playoffs, but I do think it's a team that will be on the cusp and a lot better um, than we think it's going to be. He's got a lot better receivers than he ever had in Baltimore. Um, and this is a scheme that really fits Joe Flacco. Um, it's more of a West Coast, Mike Shanahan type of offense. Uh, his best season was with Gary Kubiak, who runs kind of the same system as like Mike Shanahan. And his uh, his offensive coordinator, uh, Rich Scangrillo, now runs. He's got two running backs, I think, also very underrated, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. I think those guys have a lot to prove this season, and I really think they will. Um, not to mention, this. I mean, the Raiders have been going on and on. This whole Antonio Brown thing, I mean, what that team is in total disarray. I don't think they have any weapons that are really going to, Anything that's going to be able to to score on the Broncos, um, you know, enough enough to to win against an offense, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people this year. Um, And I'll leave it at that, and let you you come back at me, and then we'll talk more. Uh, I think the Broncos, at only two and a half points, I think the Broncos win this game by at least two touchdowns.
0: Wow, two touchdowns! I don't think the Broncos could score two touchdowns. So. Um, I'm going to go with what I think. And first of all, let me just say the most ridiculous thing you said there, and I think you're going to take it back.
1: What's that? Did
0: you say he's got better receivers than he's ever had? As in, like, um, ever,
1: ever had Steve,
0: as in the Steve past Smith? Steve, Smith. Steve Smith? A the best receiver that would ever played. for the Receiving
1: core. And he's
0: got oh, a bet, core. Better, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: They say he's got, Okay. I was about to say, um, that was, that was kind of crazy to me. Um, okay, well, I think you, so I kind of took out of that that you're not that high on the Raiders more than anything.
1: Because the,
0: the yeah, Broncos, think, you sound like they're, they're a mediocre team, kind of, right?
1: They, I think they're a dangerous team.
0: So they're like a,
1: they're a seven and nine team game. that gets I a
0: couple think,
1: wins. I think that at best they're a nine and seven team. Um, if, if the ball goes their way, they're, they can win nine games. They they could potentially be a playoff contender. If not, then I think at worst they're losing seven games. Okay. But I think but I think they will be in the mix out there in the AFC West.
0: Really, I think it's a tough division. Um, I that's think,
1: the reason I think their cap is about nine, but I do think, Char-
0: yeah, the Chargers and the chiefs, it's a tough division. It, it really is. Um, well, if you don't like the Raiders, uh, so you think the Raiders might be like one of the worst teams in the league.
1: Is I that think what the I'm Raiders here? are the worst team. I think them and the giants are probably, I mean, what about Arizona? I think Arizona's better than people think.
0: Really? Hmm. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to plead my case that I think the Raiders are going to be all right. Not all right this year. I think these both are both going to be
1: very bad should, teams. I was going to say, the Raiders are going to be all right. That's just fucking stupid. No,
0: I just think these are going to both be like four or five teams, quite honestly. Um, I mean, their over-unders are about the same. Um, I I don't even, I used to have them on hand. I don't have them right now. Um, so we're looking at two teams that are just, you know, not very good. Um, uh, we talk about overvalued. I think, I think. Uh, the Broncos have been overvalued for a long time, and it shows it with their um, you know their record against the spread. It's not very good, um, especially in the last few years. They're still you know living on this defense that you know was was a very good defense. It wasn't this greatest defense that they ever talk about. They're still living off of that. Uh, I, I think they're very overrated, and the uh, two and a half I think is where that comes from. Because you got to figure the Raiders, again, you know, they say three for home field, but that's not really true. It's usually one and a half or two unless you play in Foxborough because, you know, you got these other people on their side, usually. And we all know that's true. Sorry, Patriot fans, but everybody else in the country knows this is true. Um, So I think they're very overrated. And here's the thing. Uh, The Broncos are a little better than, you know, uh, top 10 team, barely top 10 team in sacks. Make a big deal about it, but they're 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 you know they're eighth, okay with forty four last year. The uh, Raiders give up a lot of sacks with fifty two, so so I mean that's that's a problem, that's a problem.
1: He's a big think, problem.
0: Yeah, well, I think the uh, Josh Jacobs kid is good for the Raiders. Uh, I think he'll do all right pushing out Marshawn and everybody like that. I think that's a good sign. Um, the last year, like I said, I'm going to go back to these. Last year's stats because it's the first week. You won't hear me do this much before that. But, you know, they were 2 0 against the spread. I mean, there was a point where Denver was favored by six. I think it was like the first week last year. And it was like that late field goal that beat them by one or, or something like that. I believe I should know that, but I don't. And the big thing with me is in this series, the home team. And we talked about that. The home team wins, they just win. Uh, the Raiders are uh, one and seven straight up in the last eight games. We all know that in the division, and uh, have a very good stat. But the home team wins here, so I'm going to go with the Raiders beating them because I think they're two mediocre teams, and I think everybody's excited about Flacco. But I mean, if you really watched him last year, I mean, he can't throw a deep ball, and you have deep receivers in Denver. I just don't, I don't, I don't see it. I think it's going to be a – I think that, once again, I keep we, – we, well, we went to the over last game. But do you think this goes over 42-and-a-half,
1: AJ? Okay. No, I don't, just to say that. But le- let me get something straight. You think this Oakland Raiders team, going with the stats that you brought up uh, against the Broncos, on an entirely new team – this is the guy, you're, t- you're saying their defense is is, is is over-advertised. This is the guy who orchestrated the Bears' defense last year. This guy, <laughs> I mean, the it Raiders to win this Bears. game, are you stupid? Oh, my gosh.
0: You should know better than anyone else the Bears' uh, defense is good because of the division they played in with the no offenses last year.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but Big Angelo coming in. With the with the talent that he's got, this guy knows defense. He's I this this defense all of a sudden is, is a lot different than we've seen. The offense is entirely new. You can't go off of, of going what, what the Broncos did against the spread a year ago in this game, especially against the Raiders. I mean, they just lost the only good player they had in their team. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, and, but look at the Broncos track record. You got John Elway, five QBs, four coaches in nine the years. How does John I Elway mean, have to do anything with Because he's the GM of the Broncos. Yeah, he didn't um,
1: coach anybody. I'm, sa-
0: I'm saying, like, disarray, we overlook that. We look at the Raiders. We're looking at a team that they're in shambles. And I think they both are. That's kind of my point. I think, I think they the both Broncos are. So, are on the, on that's my uh. thing. I think, I think they're both bad teams. So I'm going to say the home team. If it was in Denver, I'd probably say Denver's in a
1: I think it's a really bad team. And I think it's the biggest mistake of John Gruden's career. And one mediocre team who's on the rise. And even though they're on the road, the Raiders still are dreadful. Just <laughs> a dreadful team. I don't understand two points you're talking you're thinking that the Raiders are going to be able to beat them by a field goal
0: well they don't have to they can they're saying the Broncos are. Or the okay.
1: Broncos won't beat them more, by more <laughs> than a field goal that's what I meant to say sorry
0: Um, no I think first of all I think these interdivision games number one are always a good game especially when I think they're two teams that could be five win teams five to seven win teams I just think it'll be a good game. Okay, say you're right, and the Raiders win three games this year, and the Broncos win seven. It's still a good game in Oakland. Let's face it. You know, you're not looking at a juggernaut against – You think eight, the
1: Raiders it, are going to win five games?
0: <laughs> I think I said they could win three. Um, it doesn't matter. It's still Raiders would be good lucky game. to put
1: two wins on the on- they, might, they did, might as well start drafting for the first, round, first overall pick in next year's draft, because that's about all they're going to do. Well,
0: there, there is something to be said by that, and I'm glad you brought it up, because you know me and my uh, conspiracy theories of, uh, of that, I think is a big part of me that thinks the Raiders were tanking. Do You know me. To go to Vegas and to get better
1: picks. Well, you think if they were tanking, they'd be smart enough not to get another receiver from the, from the Steelers.
0: Well, that was the weirdest part about the tanking thing. Maybe this is the whole plan. Maybe it was the whole plan to just let them go. I don't know. Maybe Robert Kraft and uh, what's-his-name's family there? Davis' family. Maybe, maybe they got into it. I don't know. We'll look, in that, look into that in another time. But um, I, I, like I said, I'm going to stick to the fact that I think they're two bad teams. And I'm going to take the home team. So I'm going to take the Raiders, seventeen
1: thirteen. 13 So wrong. It's just so wrong.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see we'll we will see this Monday. Is, oh
1: my God, this Broncos team is uh, give some give Joe Flacco a little bit of credit.
0: I like Joe Flacco, Delaware guy. my, fam, my parents live in Delaware. Um, you vote for him. He just looked he's looked really bad the last couple of years, man. And it's you know, the Broncos are now turning into the, I don't know, the Yankees, and it worked with Peyton, and he was crippled his last year he won which is a joke, but um, you know, maybe they're the Yankees now. They just take the old old guys that aren't any good anymore. I don't know. Like I said, I'm going to stick to, I don't think they're both very good teams. And I think the Raiders are better than they were last year. Yeah. And they're not that far off of being
1: good. You think they're better? They were 4-12 last year. You think they're better than four wins? I, I, I
0: hope so. For their sake. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, they—they were—they—they. They, I, I like Carr as a quarterback. I think he's a better quarterback than Flacco right now. Maybe you don't agree, um, but I think he's a better quarterback. I'm not in love. David
1: Carr. David Carr.
0: Yeah, David Carr. Yeah,
1: he's got about as much potential as, as his brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Give me a fucking break.
0: <laughs> wow, hating on Carr. It's a weird thing. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird
1: weird thing to hate on a quarterback who won four games last year. Yeah, but
0: it's not like he, that was a bad year.
1: Oh, so that excuses the other bad years they've had before that.
0: Well, I mean, it's not all on the quarterback.
1: They're garbage. The most relevant (laughs) thing they're going to do is move away from Oakland this season.
0: That is, that is a pretty cool thing they're doing though. You gotta, you gotta admit that.
1: Yeah, Oakland's great to get rid of. It's finally happy to get rid of them. They don't have to watch them suck every year.
0: Right. Um, But anyway.
1: Now they're Vegas' problem. All
0: right. People people get bored of us arguing about these comments. We'll see Tuesday. We'll see what happens. Um, Like I said, uh, I'm not crazy about either of these Monday night games, quite honestly, unlike the other ones. Um, We don't have our picks online and I apologize for that everybody um, we'll, we're going to try to put them out there but we did tape a an episode earlier in the week but we had some uh, technical problems and everything trying to get this thing going that's why we gave you this the first week so they're not out there so maybe we need to say these live real quick though Alex because I know you're going to get into it a little bit give me at least your lock of the week and don't say the Green Bay Packers because that was already well, mentioned. By the way, they
1: were my lock of the week. Yes, but still, uh, I'm going to go my lock of the week. Even though the, the they're needing to cover nine and a half points, is the Seattle Seahawks over the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't think Cincinnati's holds a candle to what the talent that Seattle has on that team. I think they easily cover nine and a half points uh, without question. Um, that's my lock of the week. I don't know if you want me to go into it anymore, just because we've got we've been going on for rambling on for a so, while. Because so because repeated, because of your ignorance, because of your ignorance, you think that David, that Derek Carr holds the candle to Joe
0: David White. Carr. I think David Carr is better than Joe Flacco. Right
1: oh, now. get the fuck! <laughs>
0: uh, where did David Carr play college football? Fresno State, by the way. Yeah. But okay, so repeat your lock. Where did he
1: play professional football? Yeah, no one remembers.
0: The Texans, your boys. The Texans. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay, so your lock of the week—that's in lock.
1: Seattle. 100. percent
0: Seattle. Okay.
1: Well, originally it was Green Bay, but no, it's Seattle. And you took my other my other lock, so. What
0: I was know the we other one?
1: Gonna- I know
0: what you were going to pick. The Titans? The Titans? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's I, I love the Titans, and, and that could be my lock. But I actually think my lock, and I'll go into the thing again, the suckers play, because it's going down, I believe, the line is Kansas City. I think Kansas City is going to bury Jacksonville. And I could be totally wrong there because this is a weird line. Shouldn't be that low. I get it. Everybody's healthy for that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they got Nick Foles. I just don't think it matters that much. I think I mean, they're talking about the humidity in the game, and Kansas City can't. I mean, what the fuck is that humidity? Jesus, um, I just I, I I like that. But I do like Tennessee on the money line. Um, that's my team. Maybe I'm a homer, but Alex, you
1: like them too. So 100%. I just don't. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think... Cleveland might be the most Cleveland. overrated team right
0: now. They're definitely the most overrated team. I don't think anybody can argue with that. I mean, they could win by 20, and I still think they're overrated. They beat the Titans at that point. But, yeah, they're, they're very overrated. I don't know how that happened, but it did. So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, we'll leave it with those two. And, um, yeah, so, uh, uh, AJ, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. And... Wow. Go on to tomorrow. We need to
1: wrap it up. I don't think I can hear any more talk of this Raiders bullshit.
0: Raider Nation's gonna
1: love me. Jesus Christ.
0: You. Listen, I live in California. I gotta be scared of those people.
1: Yeah, you should. <laughs>
0: uh, you should. Uh all right. So um it's uh G. Randall Johnson here. AJ, uh why don't you tell them where they can follow you?
1: Uh they already know if they listened to one before. Um So I'm on Instagram at Gimmick Deal. Please do not follow me. Um, And the same on uh, Twitter, Troy McLean WWE. Uh, Again, just, you know, go fuck off.
0: All right. Good. Good. Fuck off, everybody, if you didn't hear that.
1: Yeah, well, unless somebody wants to come on here and actually argue and debate about something.
0: That is true. We're calling out anybody that's lasted through this podcast, which who knows who will. Come on, guys. Come on. Like, let's talk. Like, there's nothing to be scared of here. It'll be fun. Maybe a little funny. Who knows? Yeah. Probably n- neither. But yeah. get on here anyway and rep your fucking team. Jesus. Anyway, I'm G. Randall Johnson. You can uh, follow me at, at G. Randall Johnson. That's at G. Randy L. Johnson on Instagram and Facebook. Also, follow the podcast at uh, Keeping It G E D that's what Alex received in high school, a good enough degree. That's why we do this. And that's at keeping It GED on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Check it out. We're going to have a couple of videos coming out as well. And we will see you again. We'll talk to you. We won't see you. We'll talk to you again soon. We're going to put out a whole episode and we're still going to do our primetime thing, our face off. So let's get that going guys until then. G. Johnson, A.J. Ryder. Later, guys.
1: Peace.